0: Resister Sisters. Destroying the patriarchy one podcast at a time.
1: I haven't accomplished anything alone, but I was fortunate to be part of a revived feminist movement.
2: I think
0: uh, anyone who's not a feminist is, is an insane person.
1: This was not just a lewd conversation. This wasn't just locker room banter. This was a powerful individual speaking freely and openly about sexually predatory behavior. At a time when
2: we have self-driving cars and computers that sit on your wrist, women still make only 79 cents for every dollar a man makes. And if I have to listen to one more gray-faced man with a $2 haircut explain to me what rape is, <laughs>
0: I'm going to lose my mind. And now, Resistor sisters. Hello. It's episode 13! That's right, the scary episode will hide later because it's too frightening to have a 13th episode. And we just had Friday the 13th last weekend, but this is Suze from Cleveland. Joining me from Minneapolis, Minnesota is Heidi.
2: Hi Suze from the frozen tundra. It is April, but... I have uh, as of sa- Sunday, we got twenty inches of snow between Yeah, that's cool. uh, Saturday and Sunday, sorry. so yeah. I am sorry. Sucks. And you know what you didn't get it's any, just... did you? Being oh being no, We we some. It just little okay. it of a
0: little bit of fluffed down and of <laughs> went down we then went not we the really not in the lake effect area. That's oh, cool. okay. kind of a okay. uh, it's of a little warmer here, a little still get. a little warmer here, We still got some decent stow that stuck for a while and then went away, so Uh, yeah, but so do you have a a fear of the number 13? Oh, absolutely not. Not at all. Oh good, good. I'm going to play something about it real quick. Have you ever been to a hotel which didn't have a 13th floor? Do you avoid using the number 13 whenever you can? Do you try to avoid the number 13 at all costs? If so, you're not alone. The number 13 is associated with a lot of bad luck and bizarre circumstances. But from a numerological perspective, 13 doesn't necessarily mean bad luck. And in this video, we'll take a look at the number 13 and why it might actually be a good number to have in your life. 13 is a powerful number in numerology. It's considered a number which signifies
1: upheaval and even destruction. This might sound ominous, but 13 doesn't have to be malicious. The change can be positive
2: yay (laughs) (laughs) i love it (laughs) i (laughs) I always thought it was funny i always thought i always thought it was funny when you get in an elevator and the 13th floor is not there it's like the 13th 13th floor floor?
0: it's not there it's not
2: there (laughs) it's the 14th floor is it like this floor that's there but does nothing in it or you know or is number 14 actually 13
0: (laughs) or just do people get superstitious when they get high up in the air
2: I don't know. I guess you know, it depend- <laughs> depends, I guess, on where you are and what's happening. Ugh.
0: Yeah, see, you, you gave me the idea for the weed and um, clowns last week, but then you <laughs> and then missed all the there. weed and clowns.
2: Uh, because, you know, migraine, you know, I have a, I had a migraine, oh. which I have not had a migraine forever. Usually, okay. you know, every once in a while I'll get a, a headache and then I take some Excedrin and it's gone, poof. And then last Wednesday, which is why it wasn't on last Wednesday or whatever day it was that we were doing the show last week. Um, I woke up with a headache, and it steadily got worse. And it didn't matter what I took. So yeah, that was not good. Yeah. It's not good to be, in, you know, sitting in a room and just the very fact that it's not pitch dark is hurting your eyes. That's oh, just not a good. Oh
0: yeah, thing. yeah. Uh, I, I, my, one of my friends gets migraines, and I'm just like, go away, stay home. Stay home with your cat sitting on you.
2: Yeah, luckily I don't... I have a a friend that has them all the time, and luckily I don't have them as bad as she does because Mm -hmm. she gets sick all day and getting sick while you're... um, when you when you have a migraine is like the worst it's like please my head is gonna fall off my head off my shoulders it's just awful awful yeah so yeah i I have have one very rarely and a lot of times it's food related but i don't know what i could have eaten that gave me a migraine i have i've Mm. tried to track it but it doesn't seem to have any sort of you know any sort of Similarities, I guess. I don't know, but yeah. oh well. I'm fine now.
0: Hmm. Good, good, good. So yeah, we're we're looking through things and seeing what stories we're going to be talking about. The um, the San Antonio Four today, and uh, I've got some information and some information cut up from Morrissey because he's in the news. Um, but.
2: Yeah. So, you well, you want to start with uh, the South, the the um, uh, San Antonio first, or would you like no, to do more? No, you can talk so- about
0: the pilot. I'm I'm not really as familiar with that story though, so don't have okay. any sound clips for it. But it sounds yeah, heroic. So,
2: yes. So yesterday there was a, a flight. And I'm sure a lot of people know this. Um, there was a flight uh, from. Uh, let's see it was going to Dallas Texas from Philadelphia and at uh, it was a Boeing 737 it was a, a Southwest Airlines flight and at 30,000 feet about 20-ish minutes into the flight uh, what and it, this is terrifying if you fly a lot the yeah. left engine and I'm going to read this because it's it kind of chilling if you know i want to get this right the left engine suffered a catastrophic failure when one of its fan blades broke away ripped through the engine casing that was supposed to contain it and then along with some other pieces of shrapnel tore into the skin of the airplane's cabin
0: oh, one of the
2: things that one of the things that the, the shrapnel hit was a window of a female passenger who was partially sucked out of the window at thirty thousand feet. Um, oh. Heroic passengers grabbed her and got her back in. They did CPR. Luckily, there was a couple of first responders on board doing, doing well semi luckily there were first responders on board that did um wow. cpr on her for a very long time but she um sadly did not make it which isn't mm-hmm. surprising when and just horrifying and so the oxygen mask dumped i guess within a couple of i've seen varying reports some say i, I saw one that said within 20 seconds the plane dropped 20 mm-hmm. feet I saw another where it said it dropped violently, but it took a couple of minutes. Um, so suffice it to say, it was not a smooth drop from 30,000 feet to uh, actually get to, you know, actually landing somewhere. And so the, the pilot made it fine. I, you know, I'm sure some... I've heard the 911, or not the 911 call, but the um, call between the tower and the pilot. And the pilot's name is uh, Tammy Jo Schultz. And she's a former Navy pilot. So that makes it a little bit unusual that there was a, it was a female pilot. But if yeah. you listen to the the uh, call with the tower, um, mm-hmm. she's cool as, as you could be just a perfect landing. Uh, obviously she couldn't, prevent what happened and it was it was pretty miraculous uh so she was so just to give you a little background of her she's an ex-navy pilot she was one of the first women to fly the top gun um plane i guess it's an f-18 hornet so when i hear top gun i hear the music so cue that <laughs> 1980s music in your head um and so she you Know so that's she's to land that on a deck, and it's a supersonic jet on the deck of an aircraft carrier, which I guess is the most demanding skill. And I'm sure you've seen those kind of videos where yeah, it's a big, huge um, the aircraft carrier and this plane comes down and you know, lands like you know, it looks like they stop the wheels with this rope thing. I don't know, I don't know enough about that particular part of it to say anything intelligent about it but yeah so she was she was uh very heroic and i guess after the plane landed she made sure to talk to each of the passengers make sure everybody was okay um and so and then i guess they found uh the part of the left engine 60 miles northwest of the uh of the airport so yeah just terrifying so the yeah so amazingly terrifying i i you know after they something like this happens you know there's people talking about they had been um paid for wi-fi real quickly so they could tell their loved ones goodbye you know and videotape you know go facebook live so you could see it and that type of thing but uh, miraculously everybody was okay i think the thing that's you know you hear them talk about their experience and there was a couple on MSNBC last night and at least one of them was like you could tell it was still right there and he was he, he, the, there was emotion because you know he was only two rows back from the lady who got sucked up and
3: wow. uh,
2: yeah so scary stuff Yeah, that uh, always happens
0: in movies like the, the window goes out of the plane and everyone's like yeah. oh it's kind of windy but they're figuring it out and it's like Ken's always like, no, if if you've got a hole in the plane, everybody's going to get sucked out that window. So, you know, yeah. like, because there's yeah. immense pressure. Like, he's right. always they, telling you know, me that.
2: Yeah, then they said, you know, it completely, there was, you know, no pressure. They All the, the masks fell down right away, I guess. Yeah. And they're putting the masks on. And some of the people that were on, you know, Facebook Live were like, I'm going to forego the mask and be able to tell people what's going on. Um, but yeah, I guess you could feel it. I mean, you could technically te- te- sure. you know, f- completely feel the difference between that not happening. And I mean, just, I-, I can't imagine, cause you know that the pilot heard screaming and you know that the pilot, you know, could feel what was, that was something wrong. And, um, sure. and I guess too, that unlike with Sully Sullenberger, who everybody is kind of making that, um, uh in comparison and not to i I love sully so i'm not i'm not in any way trying to diminish Mm -hmm. what he had to do but with the plane that she had it was much i guess there was many more manual steps for her to do Mm -hmm. um whereas the plane that sully had been flying a lot of it was um you know to use a uh a term that isn't perfect, but like autopilot, um, sure. you know a lot of the same where you just or or cruise control, if you if you will. um again, not to say that it's <laughs> diminishing what he did. But you know, it's so it's it was made even more difficult for her. And it's just kind of interesting. um, everybody survived. She's a hero or yeah, heroine, depending on, great. Point. but yeah, amazing. um and kind of a little scary, considering, that plane, that size plane, is uh, the plane that the majority of passengers that fly on commercial airliners fly. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, that's a little terrifying. Um, yeah. But I'm
0: assuming but she, basically, that basically, they- she just came up, and, and she, she knew that there were some problems with the plane, and she came up, and she landed it, though, right?
2: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And she knew... I mean, And I, again, I don't know, you know, I'm airline or airplane aficionado per se, but Mm -hmm. it sounded like it, uh, she was able to ascertain what had happened, but not necessarily the extent of what happened by what the plane was telling her happened. So she knew that she, it blew out her left engine, which is usually not going to be a horrible thing. I mean, they can fly. From what I've understood, with one engine and some you can fly without the engines, I guess. Um, so this but that's not the worst of it. The worst of it is the depressurizing the cabin, which can um start other issues, I guess. So but bottom line, everybody, um except one person sadly made it down to the ground alive and which is amazing. So it's one of those another heroic Story and it's a, it's a girl or it's a woman. So <laughs> yay, yay, yay yeah, girl power. So thank
0: God, so thank God we've got somebody on the plane that knew how to. Or I, you know, I always think that that they can talk you through it because there's somebody on the ground that can talk you through trap.
2: Yeah, man, if you didn't know but how apparently to. Apparently,
0: it. it's it's harder than that. Just it yeah. happens <laughs> on the movie. I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a little harder than that yes so. airport
2: 75 please help yes or was it <laughs> a great yeah airplane from this yeah the best one of the best movies ever made airplane yeah, so, yeah.
0: i like airplane too that that <laughs> you know that was out when i was just at a at a time in my life where i could re- remember
2: a one-liner you know
0: right and, and understand so and many get the one-liners humor.
2: there jeez yeah you know. Yeah, and get the humor where it's not like way over your head. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's hilarious. No.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but it, it, what gets on my nerves is every time I'm like, "Well, surely you know," and they're like, "No, I don't," and stop calling me Shirley. Ha, 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 ha. Surely like,
2: you can't be serious.
0: Yeah, stop calling me Shirley. And I'm like, "Oh, jeez, I can never say
2: Shirley in front of anything ever again."
0: You know, least, like S H U R.
2: Yes, at least for those of us of a certain age. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe I can you know, talk certain- like that to the, around the kids. You know,
2: right? Yeah, if you say it to an eighteen-year-old, they'd be like, "What? I don't get yeah. it." If These you say, I, are-
0: if you say around an eighteen-year-old, I picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue. It's going to be nothing <laughs> to them. <laughs> so many one-liners.
2: Oh uh, uh, yes. All right. So-, so now I might need to watch that movie this weekend. Unless we uh, get another snow uh, snowpocalypse. Uh, yeah, that, that might be a bad well, idea. Well, you should.
0: Yeah, Actually, you know, th- well, this is the time of year when um, the snow just piles on you. So you really should have your cabin fever do- stuff is done, right? Like you've done uh, all the stuff you uh, wanted to do that you planned well, in the this, fall. The sad- so... Uh, the saddest part is somebody
2: I, I... Yeah, exactly. I have... I belong to a bunch of Facebook groups that are like neighborhood related, you know, the, the look look out for the wild Turkey in the yard or yes, I, we have wild turkeys in Northeast Minneapolis Um, or, you know, yeah, yeah. They're all, we have, we have, um, we have gangs of wild turkeys in our neighborhood. Um, But, (laughs) or, you know, there's a lost cat or something like that. And then, Somebody posted, there is only 69 days till fall. I'm like, oh, I hate you. Oh, wow.
0: Like,
2: really? Yeah, some. I think it was 69 or something. I can't remember what it, yeah, maybe it was 89. Maybe it was 89 days till it's fall or something. It's got to be
0: 89. Crazy. Yeah, and I was like, what? You've
2: got to be three freaking three months. Funny.
0: That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's got to be more than be maybe, 20. 120, yeah. maybe 120. Maybe uh, <laughs> 120. But, uh-huh. you
1: know.
2: It has been. Every year seems like it, the winter gets longer. It's probably just mm-hmm. me because I hate it. I, you know, I want it to be 80, 80 degrees every day. So with yeah. sun, it's just but, not here.
0: It's it's not what's going on there where you are.
2: <laughs> no. So when no. you're saying
0: when you're saying that you want the weather to change, you're kind of saying.
3: Good times for a change See the look I've had Can make a good man turn back So please, please, please Let me, let me, let me Let me get what I want this time Okay,
0: you've never heard that? <laughs> Yes, I have. Okay, so you're more familiar than you know. Yeah. So, yeah, Morrissey's in the news. He's been, I don't know. I ca- I did find some bad things he said. He did say about terrorists, but I uh, don't know. He's he's So, what's he in the news for? Um, what did he say? You know what? I just wound up getting a bunch of things to defend him. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, uh, i I think he said um some things about
2: um and he was with the Smiths when he did that song right is yeah that yeah band name? okay yeah, I
0: think so denounces halal made as evil, okay, so here's the deal uh, he denounced halal made as evil, but he thinks all made is evil so and he did say that like um September 11th happens every day in the happy meal. Okay. That's being a little dramatic.
2: So and he's so he's he's a, he's a vegan or oh is a yeah, vegetarian. He's,
0: he's total vegan. He's total okay. militant vegan. But he's been okay. a militant vegan forever. This is not this shouldn't be news to people. It really okay. shouldn't. Um but you know, yeah, he's he's like I've known so many. Annoying- so I could see how
2: that would be controversial to some people. Yeah. Yeah. Although maybe singling out halal versus yeah. any other type of butchery may not have been the best idea for him to do, um, considering. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I. So I mean, I. I, I mean, I have, I have some. Um, what you may well, consider militant vegan friends, so I get that yeah. part. Well, see, this... um, we'll go ahead. I was going to say, and and I mean, I get where they're coming from. I do, and I would love to be able to, and I and I'm I'm being I'm being honest when I say this. I would love to be able to do what they do as far as what they eat, but I have yet to get to that point. So well, see, I that's the thing. Like,
0: I really, bad. I think it's important to keep the veggies up. It's important to right. you know, even if you're eating meat, to like keep your vegetables way up.
2: Absolutely, you know? and that's
0: and just natural. Yeah, and your fruits. Natural. Yeah, and your fruits. And yeah, and awesome fruits and,
2: yeah I do a. I, one of the things I absolutely adore is I have I do pineapple and mm-hmm. ginger
1: mm-hmm.
2: and. Depending on my feeling that day, I do a little bit of agave in my blender, blend it up smooth and do a nice little smoothie, and it's delicious. Um, And ginger's very good for you, and obviously so is the pineapple, and it makes me feel like I'm in the tropics with Coco the (laughs) pool boy.
0: Even (laughs) And then you step outside and snow gets in your shoes. (laughs) Yes! That sucks.
2: "Ah, There goes the dream. Yeah, the dream has died.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, yeah. So the the thing is, he's kind of like said some things against halal and some different things, but um, generally he's kind of anti Republican. But he can't, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna send out something like a quick. This is a quick thing that he said on uh, Larry King Live about different Republicans.
3: Also spoken about American politics and Hillary Clinton. You've criticized people like. Michelle Bachman and Ann Coulter and Sarah Palin—you don't take on the tough ones. <laughs> I don't think they're tough. I think they're insane. They're insane. not tough. They're just insane. You think we're ready for Hillary? Palin isn't. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. so yeah, this is and you've known her for a long time. Right? I've known her a long. time. So you should know by now, really. Everybody in this country should know by now. And when you look at the Republicans who've lined up, it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's ludicrous. They all look exactly the same, except Trump. Well in the dark he looked like everybody else you know it's, it's the same it's the same old suit and tie and you never see somebody who is absolutely what is that who is this person how interesting they look they all look so uniform and
0: unfortunately that's kind of like why i feel like trump got in because he was the only one that stepped aside from all the horrible candidates why people voted for him I don't know but anyway he said bad things about Michelle Bachman and you know that's always a good
2: thing <laughs> well that's not a bad thing yes yeah, yes yeah, yeah not a bad bad thing I I understand that I think she's um uh, you know I mean I live in well I don't live in her district thank goodness um mm-hmm. I would stick a fork in my eye so, but she is, and she's you know i am she's currently under her rock somewhere, she, you know, I don't know what she's doing, but she hasn't been around <laughs> a while, which is good, um Marcus has not been around either, which is you know whatever, and so she um yeah. I can't say anything nice about Michelle Bachman. I really can't. (laughs) There's not, I mean, what am I going to say? That she's, I'm sure she likes her kids. Uh,
1: I'm sure sure she
0: doesn't hatch her children. I'm sure they're live births. I'm sure if she gets cut, she bleeds red. I'm sure she eats food and sleeps like the rest of us. But we don't like her. But no. anyway,
2: yeah, she the may more- hang upside down, and she, <laughs> when may, she sleeps. <laughs> she she may unzip the human costume at night.
0: Possible. Uh, that's totally a Doctor <laughs> Who episode, just so easy. <laughs> and it's actually a politician. They're <laughs> aliens. They're zipping up uh, the suit every day. Yes, um, but yeah. So <laughs> Morrissey basically. Did tell say horrible things about Chinese people because he didn't like the way they, um, their government had you know slaughter practices, and then he says something about halal. So yeah, it's basically about animals' rights. So I don't know. He's not yeah. he's not the best liberal in the world, right? He's not. Yeah. Maybe he's not even there. I don't know. <laughs> Right. I mean,
2: I, yeah, yeah, I mean, you, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's difficult to defend for me. Either it one is. of those. Yeah, I, there's no way I could, you know, defend what he. Yeah, I mean, for yeah. you, you know, if you're against the Chinese government, that's fine. But well, he says, uh, um,
0: he says he once referred to Chinese people as a subspecies and said the British identity. Was under threat from immigration. So that's oh, really racist It so really is. got a little is.
2: xenophobia with his, yeah. with his soy yeah. milk and his uh, fake. Yeah. What do you call that stuff? Satan, whatever it's called? The horrible untofu meat product? Oh, I that love they, that stuff.
0: Ugh. I have a friend that makes the. Really? That makes I, a satan substitute meat jerky and calls it a satan. I see. I can't even say it. Satan sacrifice. <laughs> and he sells so, it yeah, I've, I've at all it, the bars in Cleveland, too.
2: Yeah. I've tried it a bunch of times. It's either flavorless or it just, I don't know. It, it's either flavorless or it has a really bizarre texture. Now, granted, yeah. when I say this, I've only had it made by... Like, people I know, not like I go went to a restaurant, ordered it, and had it. So maybe preparation is key, which could be possible. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, another thing is when you eat it, you can't think, I hope this tastes like beef jerky. I hope it tastes like yeah. beef jerky. Because yeah. it doesn't. It's its own thing, you know. But I right. live, I love lots of vegetarian things. And I've had a lot of militant vegetarians in my life that are like, how dare you eat chicken occasionally? And I'm like, you know what? It's not going to change the world. (laughs) But my thing is, my thing is, it's, um, why it's upsetting to me is because you've got this person that's very gay and and pro gay rights. And he was the object of the xenophobia in the eighties. Right. And he right. came forward and says, and, you know, with all these songs and 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 you're like, oh, OK, this is a real person when we've accepted him. But now he's coming up against other people with, you know, xenophobia, like you said. It, and it's like right. it's 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 upsetting to me, you know, with. Yeah. Someone. So he's
2: angry that people are homophobic against how he yeah, be, uh, homophobic against him because he's a gay man or xenophobic but...
0: about him because he's a gay man. But other people he can be xenophobic against.
2: Right. So and he's his like, his phobia. oh,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. So he's got an issue. He's he doesn't have an issue with that. But it's it's, you know putting everybody in the same box is just not okay. And then it's not, and I'm not going to get graph. I'm not going to get graphic about this next little part, but I'm going to do a little warning. Mm -hmm. If if we're looking at the way Halal does a butchering and the way that the meat that 99.99% of us eat. Yeah. I will say that the way Halal butchering is done is actually less horrific and yeah. I will I will stop there. I'm not going any farther, yeah but I, I, will was just say, of, I was kind I was
0: kind of reading that briefly, and there was just some dispute about whether the animal bleeds out or whether the animal is immediately killed and I, it's like it is disturbing, right. I mean,
2: so. let's be honest, I mean I, I it mean, made and, me go and, eat a carrot. that's what I'm saying right, right <laughs> I mean, and I'll be honest. <laughs> well, I'll be honest a couple couple ways. One, I have been at points in my life vegan or vegetarian. Yeah. So my issue, if you told me right now, and I can't, <laughs> and it's funny that we're having this conversation today because yeah. I had a, this conversation with somebody else very recently. But mm-hmm. if you told me today that I, you know, that I could not eat meat, you know like steak or whatever that would be like hamburgers that would be fine my issue is that i absolutely adore fish um Mm -hmm. i could eat fish and and seafood every day for every meal um in some form or fashion and um i also i also like pork, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I, if I had those two, and I could only have those two, I probably and maybe turkey on Thanksgiving, I would be okay. Um, that would be possible for me. And I know that there is a name for people who eat fish. It's called pescatarian. Yes, that's the word. Um, I could not remember it to save my life. I used to be
0: ovo-lacto-pescatarian
2: um, because I ate. Oh, eggs, is
0: that um, eggs. and I yeah, ate fish. I can.
2: Yeah, I can do that. Um, But, like, I'm I'm not a huge beef eater. Um, I'm
0: I'm not either, and I have never been.
2: Yeah, chicken, I could take or leave. Um, So, yeah, I mean, and I will say that when I was vegan or vegetarian, you can really tell the difference in a lot of ways. Your hair is not so dry. You know, like, right now my hair is dry because it's in that crazy part Mm -hmm. of the year where... Yeah, it, it just, it's just, you know, I've been inside. Um, you get the fake heat, you know, you're not I'm outside, sure. in the, you know, so you're, Love my hair gets really dry. Yeah. So when I was vegan, vegetarian, depending on which time of my life mm-hmm. we're talking about, I could tell the difference between my, with, with between before and after, my skin, my nails, mm-hmm. my sleeping habits. Um, and actually, I was thinking I may be going. That direction soon again, um, with the exception of fish. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll let you know. We could have, have a whole of your, show. Speaking of your
0: sleeping uh, habits, do you remember this song?
3: That me. Do
0: you remember that one?
2: Actually, I, I, I remember the other song that you played before much better than that one. But that one does ring a bell, and he does have a little bit of a John yeah. Lennon, a little bit of a John Lennon in him, doesn't he?
0: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like he was born in um, 1960, and he's, I don't know, kind of like the Smiths albums always kind of had a little bit of that feel to me, like that little. 80s retro, trying to be 60s feel, mm-hmm. um, but and I don't know, like it's it's a lot of that. Um, uh, just that it does feel sound. it does yeah.
2: It it gives me a, it gives me a little bit of um, a little bit of folk, a little bit
0: yeah,
2: um, um, a little bit of that same 60s vibe that uh, mamas and the papas you know that kind mm-hmm. of genre back in the day it just it's, yeah it is very
0: dramatic and and the, that song was called last night i dreamt that somebody loves me and it says no hope no no hope no fail just a false another false alarm and that's his like whole like um oh, poor me, things are really miserable now. Like, it's really funny, but it's not. But it's just, it's just funny.
2: <laughs> is that like, his thing that he's like? Oh, yeah, he's like, it's totally his thing. <laughs>
0: okay, okay oh, so God. Here's, okay. here's me and my best friend's song. This is, um um actually, it was funny, because last November he was going to come through. He went to Detroit and he went to um, Chicago and he had a Cleveland um visit and so my best friend of 20 years is like let's go see Morrissey and I'm like that's great cuz I've never seen Morrissey cuz when I was 18 I had my wisdom teeth taken out 2 days before
1: and they oh. put me
0: on they gave me heroin pills like not heroin but an opium derivative and oh, I just fell asleep shit. for a week yeah so oh. <laughs> which is another funny story cuz when I woke <laughs> up I was like well I I was in a lot of pain and um I told my friends, I was just like, take the tickets, go, sell them to anyone. It doesn't matter. I can't get off this couch, which was, you know, very Morrissey. <laughs> but anyway, so she calls me and gets this. She calls me, we get her tickets, and sh- then um, he cancels. And we're just like, oh, that's so. we were so depressed. But we were laughing because it's something that would happen. You know, like, you got this <laughs> oh great thing, and then it got taken away from you. Oh, where's the one? Oh, yeah. Um, Let me find the one.
2: I don't know. Did you ever Uh, get... You never got to see him? No, I never
0: got to see him. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's the funny thing. Oh,
3: okay. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you've heard that, right? Yes. That's how soon is now. That's like a big dance hit. So... So he's a, a, little,
2: dramatic. Oh, he's so he's totally a little dramatic. Oh, he's totally
0: dramatic. Oh, but <laughs> then then we were texting each other about how we lost the tickets. And um there's this line. This is the line that I texted her. It's
3: not my home, it's the home and I'm welcome no more. <laughs> and a welcome to
0: So that's that's what we were laughing about like if it's very truck, because we were like oh if we're not gonna go to the concert if if a 10 truck 10 truck uh ton truck killed the both of us the pleasure <laughs> and privilege of dying by your side would be my you know oh, like we were just so he's like got, both he's this. got a little bit of
2: the flair for the dramatic and yes yeah, it's uh, very dramatic
0: gay hey, man so like when he's talking about halal he's saying He's saying, I'm not I'm not saying that stun slaughter is acceptable because Halal sla- stuns them before they slaughter, but it could never be. If you use the term humane slaughter, you might as well took in terms of humane rape, which is an interesting point and disturbing I, I, yeah, and dramatic because Morrissey's crazy, you know?
2: Yeah, because again, if he's going to point out one, he has to point out the other, which is... Yeah yeah which is also not great yeah um so yeah so that's
0: that's just him getting and and he even has a song called um big mouth strikes again so he knows he gets himself into trouble talking smack
2: oh so he realizes he's (laughs) he may have said things that are not okay for people yeah yeah hopefully so. he grows out of that as oh, a almost 60 year old man yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah he's actually exactly 10 years older than me so <laughs> I found that out today and so. but this is then I had another well I do have this one's quicker it's like 35 seconds so this is the last um, thing when he's talking to Larry King
3: I don't think about it. You think about it a lot. I think about everything too much. Really? Yes. Yes. Yes Uh, I have this chattering voice this chattering mind and it just doesn't stop and Nothing can make it stop people hurt you a lot Uh, I'm a sensitive little thing and um, I'm very interested in poetry and the poetic side of life and so obviously it's hard in modern life because there's no poetry in modern life there's Nothing very nice about modern life. It's very difficult. So, yes, I feel pangs and very easily Easily
2: wounded (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he is dramatic and i think you know what susan dramatic? i i think because I, I mean i'm listening to him going oh my god you poor thing you have all the money in the world how I ever know. Do you sleep at night? but
0: at least he didn't drop that after five years of being famous you know what i mean <laughs> oh like god. he's still grabbing on to the oh poor me he's still writing songs he must about- be it's funny. Oh. It's fun. Well, he knows it's funny. He thinks he's funny, but he's also does say that he does. Yeah, it, it, depression. You know
2: what he? Re- okay, so he, he reminds <laughs> me of like a Russell Brand character. I, you know, in that is like so uh, weird forgetting- that You're
0: saying that because he's friends with Russell Brand.
2: <laughs> in, like forgetting Sarah Marshall, this is Russell Brand's character, except for all really? the sex. I mean, seriously. Well, see, well, seriously. well. <laughs> That's funny
0: because he actually Russell Brand was a big fan of him and interviewed him several times, which I listened to the interview today. And uh, so and I think then,
2: that that might be yeah, Morrissey may be the may have been the inspiration oh, then yeah, for his totally, character because he's totally. just kind of a, I
0: haven't seen that movie. Yeah. What's the movie? Oh, it's called hilarious.
2: It's so it forgetting called? Sarah Marshall. It's okay. very it's, it's it's got Mila Kunis in it and a bunch oh, of I other love people. Her. Oh I love her too And actually has other people Like the guy from um, How I Met Your Mother The oh, yeah. big tall, tall dude That's bigger Whatever his name is I'm sorry I'm really bad With that's okay. some names But but Russell Brand is in it And his character Just <laughs> I swear Morrissey Was at least the At least Must partially The uh, inspiration for his character <laughs> So I think, Susan, I think you're on something, though. I think that every week we might need to have a music corner for like 10 oh, minutes. Oh, I
0: love that stuff. Oh, my God. No, yes. see, this is the thing. Like, my, um, this is another sad story, but one of my, my roommates in college, one of my best friends, right, died in a motorcycle accident. This was like, oh, my God, 18 years ago. But anyway. Um,
1: Jeez.
0: No, 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 no. Maybe it was only eight. God, I don't know. No, it must have been just eight. But anyway, she died in a motorcycle. But it was our, it was our favorite joke. We'd be like, "We're gonna go to see Morrissey. We're gonna make him have sex with us and eat a cheeseburger and have a damn good time." Like that was like <laughs> the ultimate goal in life.
2: so uh, that's hilarious. I know.
0: Oh, I have my a God, good time, so-
2: man. <laughs> so next week it can be Prince. We can talk about Prince next week because <laughs> it's could the be two-year. Fun. You yeah, know what, I have a, a whole book I'm supposed
0: to read on him. I I should just flip through it.
2: Yes. So it, is, yeah, so it is the two-year anniversary on the 21st. Oh, it so is? If it's, yeah, so if I will be going. Death, I, will I be can't taking believe it. Oh, seriously, the huge... How the did so We'll talk about this next week. Yeah. We will talk about him next week, but he, I have been a fan since have I got my... Have you read the
0: tell-alls and stuff? Because I got no, some books I, on him that I, I haven't read.
2: No, I won't. I won't. You won't. I w- nope. Nope. Oh, I love that stuff. And here's why. And yeah, And part of <laughs> it, there's, there's many reasons why I will not. I, not just the I hate people making money off his death thing. It's, it, and which, I mean, come on. It's, you know, 2018. We're going to make, yeah. you know, we live in a capitalist society. People are going to make, we'll make money off pet rocks if they could. Yeah. Hey, they have. So, they I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. All right. So, so I'll tell you what. Let's uh, do, that do that
3: next you week, a too. Yeah.
0: Do you hear that?
3: Um, uh, do you smell yeah. a break coming up? Yeah. 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 It's time so do you.
2: Yeah. All right. But we. We're, we're, so, we're, but let's do that next week, though. We'll have well, a music corner idea. that highlights Prince.
0: Yeah, because I would love to um, look into a little bit more, especially if that's the two-year anniversary, because I can't believe that's happening yep. so quickly.
2: Yeah, the 21st. And I will tell you right now, I have been to every. I, I will probably be going to Paisley Park at least sometime during the next two weekends um, to pay my respects. Mm-hmm. And I, so I have a lot of stories about Prince from my early twenties. Um, I got within about five feet of him, and somewhere <laughs> in my house, I have one of his guitar picks. Oh, um, so. But I was—I'm a huge fan. I have always been a huge fan. Um, he was my first uh, risque album. Um, nice, so darling Nikki. I know. No, my the first album I ever got was the album Controversy. Okay. And yeah, so it was amazing. And then yeah. Yeah.
0: <sighs> so right, and I've I'll seen s- him
2: live, and yeah.
0: Yeah, I would love to research Prince for next week. But hey, we got to go to break. And when we come okay. back, we're going to talk about the San Antonio Four, and we're going to talk about evidence and crime, and how crime is important in evidence, how evidence is important when convicting people of crimes, and yes. how people get convicted <laughs> without any evidence, yes. and the, in, uh, the innocence mission, and you're going to explain to me how the court system can possibly do this. Oh, boy. Absolutely. All right. Here we go. <laughs> okay. You're listening to
1: Resistor
0: Sisters.
1: Remember what Deboufras wrote in Le Ducime Sex? The concept of woman is invented to oppress us. Man, you guys are
2: so smart. Oops, I just called you guys guys. Sorry. And can I say man? Boy, this is hard. Now I said boy. Oh,
0: brother, help me. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with Resistor Sisters.
1: Hi, this is Tim Coramall from the Tim Coramall Show, and you are listening to IndyMediaWeekly.com, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower.
0: Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly.
3: For those who dare...
2: This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co hosts are not only committed to telling
1: you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime,
2: the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So
1: be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert, live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio,
3: Hey, this is Brad Friedman from BradBlog.com and The Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Light out,
0: everybody.
3: This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower.
0: Resister Sisters, destroying the patriarchy one podcast at a time. Hello, this is Suze, I'm back.
2: Hey, hi. hi, Suze. Mm-hmm. Hi.
0: Yeah, we were, I was going over some things today, and I have to say, on a personal level, it was my um, number one fear in high school that I would be accused of a crime that I did not commit, to the point where I always kept every movie ticket I ever went to, you know, because that's ah, considered a decent just, alibi,
1: right? Oh, oh.
0: It was in the 50s. Did you watch
2: a lot of true crime when you were a kid? No,
0: because the idea of being accused of a crime I didn't commit was absolutely terrifying. And I was the troubled child that made lots of problems. (laughs) So people blamed me for all kinds of things at home and at school. So I was always kind of like... It's it's disgusting to me that people actually go to prison, you know, for crimes that they didn't commit. Um, And I fear that sometimes people get sent away without evidence, you know.
2: Oh, they do. They do. They do. And
0: why is that? Is that because they... Because the burden of proof is on the person that is on the lawyer that's, like, saying it's the other person's fault, right?
2: One would, one would hope that there would be justice. Sadly, our criminal justice system is extremely broken. Now, when I say that, one of the... Um, I will say that now there's been, there's been some changes in how um, uh, suspects are interrogated. Uh, Things need to, in most jurisdictions now, the entire, um, everything that you do. So if you go in, you're being interrogated. Everything that you do, as far as, as, since you, since you come into that room, they close the door. Everything is on tape, on audio and video. Um, So um, they, but, that wasn't always the case. And not every jurisdiction does that there, you know, they, they, some of them are take a little while longer, especially in smaller communities. Um, but the, the criminal justice system is, is broken. It has a lot of issues. And, you know, most, usually people go to things like race and that is a huge problem. Yeah. Um, um, if you're, you know, if you're a person of color and you've done You're you're being accused of a crime. Um, You're more likely to spend time in prison for a crime, even if you... In a longer period of time in in prison for a crime that someone that is not a person of color did, you know, the person of color will spend a lot longer time in jail. But one one of the issues... One of the issues with the criminal justice system, at least back in the time that we were going to be discussing, mm-hmm. um, is was the idea of certain behaviors automatically meaning that you, or me, were obviously guilty. So what I mean by that is, um, in the case that we're talking about... We're talking about the San two-
0: Antonio Four.
2: Tatania, right? four, um, which is four
0: women a, that had just recently come out as openly gay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm and not sure whether they were roommates or if they were friends doing things
2: I, together. Or. They they were um, they were friends. They they knew each other for a while. They were yeah you, know, you know so and they were accused of the molestation. Of two girls that were um, the cousin
1: hmm. of
2: one of the girls, so they were best friends. Um, these four, and so one of them, her name was Elizabeth Ramirez. It was her two uh, nieces, Nieces-y. rather, that were um, that said that they had, and I the can, the two nieces I, said that they had been molested by molested, them, by yeah, um, right. They were molested, and I don't know if I, I can
0: play you um, part of the. Um, it's a minute and, oh, yeah. 20 and a half. It's oh, part yeah, of the yeah, trailer from the um, San Antonio Four. Yeah, it's part of the trailer, and the it was called um, Southwest of Salem because they were yep, saying it's it. a witch hunt. And my thing is, oh. what I don't understand is how Satanism got put into this case because it doesn't seem like there was anything.
2: Like, right. but you can listen to the oh, trailer, I have a lot, lot to say you. about that after the trailer. I want to know. <laughs> oh, I, have satanic <laughs> I have a lot to say.
3: Satanic ritual abuse has become the fastest growing
2: and most controversial psychological phenomenon in the country. It's a modern twist to an ancient story. Investigated their world of covens and sacrifices.
1: This case is probably the last gasp of the satanic ritual abuse panic. Allegations were made that four young women had gang-raped
2: these two little girls. My attorney said that I would lose. Nobody wants to go against a child.
1: The whole scenario sounds like a porn movie, a man's version of what women do in their spare time.
3: They got on the bed, and they started touching me. What did they say? They were silent. It's too bizarre. It's almost dreamlike. The case, it went off track in about every way you could.
0: According to the people in court, this is what gay people do.
3: No. If this was an easy
1: case, someone would have snapped it up a long time ago. These are people's lives. How did this get past the media? jury appeals process. Their defense lawyers.
3: Until we get the exoneration, we won't actually be free of any of this. The modern version of the witchcraft trials.
0: So, what I wasn't understanding is, I understand that time period, 1994, very well. There were a lot of cases of people that wore black clothes and were scary, and they were Satanists. And maybe they were acting some way or something but I didn't I don't know enough about this case why did they say they were satanists because that to me sounds crazy like it It is is witch hunting you know what I mean yes
2: so so I'll 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 preface it by saying or by asking a question have you ever heard of, and I'm sure you have because you and I are about the same age and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I, I'm assuming you've heard of Satanic Panic, correct?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I okay. I, I can't name the names of the different <clears throat> cases, but I, I'm thinking about the different um, kinds. And, you know, there were different cases where they actually were dabbling. And there were some murders that actually happened That were related to people dabbling in what they thought. So here's,
2: but I this didn't sound like
0: anything to me.
2: Right. So here's, I'll give you two cases, and anybody who's listening that that is interested in the true crime genre, like I I am, I usually don't watch a lot of like Mm -hmm. uh, Discovery ID kind of stuff. I usually watch documentaries and listen to Mm -hmm. podcasts where they do a lot of investigations, and I've read almost every book on serial killer. So hopefully nobody around me ever dies suspiciously
0: or (laughs) I'm in trouble. I've read them too. It's okay. (laughs) But
2: There's two cases I'll give you before this case that we're going to kind of discuss today. And that is the McMartin preschool trial that happened in the 1980s and the West Memphis three, which happened in 1993. So I'll start with the, I'll start and I'll give you brief, Subscription of our description. I don't know where subscription. I uh, should probably not have had that that vodka earlier. Uh, <laughs> a brief description of um, the McMartin preschool. So the McMartin preschool was in California, um, and a little girl that went there went to the doctor with her mom, and there she had some bruising on her private area mm-hmm. and uh they asked questions and she said something like it happened at school or something mm-hmm. something to that effect how I, mean, I so so basically everybody freaked out the kid was asked questions by police and so i'm gonna i'm gonna Kind of take this in little little pieces. I'm going to mm-hmm. give you the very small, I mean the very large, and I'm going to kind of give you a little bit of information on all of it. So, so police what happened was that
0: are cops used to dealing with extremely hardened criminals are suddenly interviewing a small child, and they get well, a confession so out of what,
2: her? No, so what happens? Is, what happened with it is is she said something that was fantastical. So if you had a kid that said something... That you knew was untrue. You'd mm-hmm. just kind of laugh it off. I mean. So if, she, if if your kid came home. Or if you had a kid. Or you're whatever. Some neighbor kid came to you and said. Um, I saw a witch on, the, on a broom. That just went through the. You know. Went through your street. You'd be like. Mm-hmm. Dude. Okay, you know. in your Halloween. You're, you're, like, you're cute. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're cute. Goodbye. But what happened was. When. When this happened. They asked the kid. And they kept at the kid. Mm-hmm. And the kids started saying things because, because the satanic panic part had been like, oh my God, people are wearing black and they're doing this and they're doing that. And it was start it just snowballed. And then, so this is a large daycare. So there's a lot of sure. kids.
0: I'm and bringing up Wikipedia out, too because I'm trying to figure yeah. out if this is going to make me remember anything happening. But...
2: So they sent out so. a a um to all the parents of the school a recorded message on the phone oh, that said, "Hey, we are investigating the possibility of sexual abuse at this daycare. Can you go and ask your kid if something happened?" Oh so, Lord. So stop stop for a second and think about that. So you Imagine you're a parent, you got that call in the 1980s, you go, oh my God, my kids have been, you know. And so you're going to go to your kid. You don't know how to ask the child in a way that wouldn't make the child say yes, because kids want to make their parent happy in most cases. And so that's what happened. So everybody said, oh my God, my kid said yes, that something happened. And the stories became more fantastical. So it was. Um, these people at McMartin Preschool from the very, sure. very elderly owner all the way down to her son and a couple of other teachers. They all brought them on an airplane to a place where they sacrificed kittens and they killed oh. babies and they did all this stuff and then they got back in time for mom and dad to pick them up from daycare. You know, fantastical stuff. Shit that could not possibly have happened, but the it, it blew up and went absolutely crazy and all these kids said that something happened and, and so there what was, happened but, was there
0: ever not, any evidence no, to substantiate ev- any of this not
2: a fucking
1: can thing can I ask
0: you one thing have you ever heard of a film and play that um in the film it was Audrey Hepburn I'm pretty sure um The Children's Hour no okay it's basically a a theatrical by lillian hellman that i read and basically it's just about kids lying about their teachers
2: right and so what happened yeah yeah so yeah so what would happen was they would get these kids and there were psychiatrists and psychologists involved with this too (sighs) so where did where did the bad man touch you on the doll so you're six eight whatever didn't touch me on the doll it's okay you can tell me where on the doll did he touch you and they are and the dolls in question have yeah have parts of them that are exaggerated if you know what i'm trying to say Hmm. so what are you going to say that they you know they touched you on the ear no you're going to go to the parts that are you know giant pink parts or giant Mm -hmm. purple parts or whatever colors Mm -hmm. they used. And say he touched me or she touched me there, but the thing is, is they're plant. What they're doing is they're planting false memory into the kids that something bad happened.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: after a bunch of trials and a bunch of, uh, they literally they stopped. They could, I mean, but the problem was that the the McMartin's, um, the son and the mom, and mom like say, like I said was elderly in a wheelchair yeah, I'm the whole thing. Picture, yeah, right. So they were in prison for I don't even know how long before oh, they got out. Wow! Three of the teachers were into. I mean, but the stories that kids told were if I if I just sat down and said, "Hey, Susan, this is what happened to this kid today," you'd be like, "Are you are you sniffing bath salts?"
1: That's yeah. The, you know
2: you you'd know it was a lie because it's so stupid and unbelievable. But they took it and ran with it. So that's an extreme case. The other case. Yeah is the case of the West Memphis three. Have you heard of this case?
0: I think so. I think this is the one okay.
2: where, um, I'm going to look it up though. So there's a bunch going. of documentaries. There's a bunch of, um, podcasts that have done this case. I've actually literally followed this case since it happened. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, "That just, mm-hmm. so three boys were murdered. Three eight year old boys. And in West Memphis, West Memphis, Arkansas, which is across the river, river from Memphis, Arkansas. I mean, um, I'm sorry. West of Memphis. It's West Memphis. It's west of Memphis, Tennessee. Um, you just cross the river and you're in you're in Tennessee. That's West. It's West Memphis, Arkansas, not Tennessee. Um, but, yeah, so they so these three kids were murdered. Um Stuck in a in um, a drainage ditch, and and it was horrific. So there's um, there's a cup there's many documentaries. One of them is very shows the graphic pictures of the cops taking the bodies out or having the bodies mm-hmm. lay on the bank and stuff. So now today, if that had happened. What protocol is for police is you always question the people closest to those children before mm-hmm. you question anyone else because w- how many cases do you know where you turn on the TV and mom or dad or boyfriend or girlfriend yeah. is in handcuffs?
0: I have seen so, this this um, one of these. Yeah. I think I saw the one that was made I guess the one kid's name is Damien.
2: Yeah, and, Damien Eccles. So Damien yeah. Eccles. Jason Baldwin and Jesse Miss Kelly. Mm -hmm. So what happened was, so these were like three misfit kids. And and again, I'm going to give you like the head of the head of a pen description. Oh,
0: sure. Yeah. I've already Um, seen that, but I see what you mean.
2: Yeah. So basically instead of doing what would be a normal investigation, especially today, they decided after a month, because they really hadn't done much of an investigation at all, uh, there were family members that were never, either never um, interrogated, interrogated years later, or questioned, but the way that I would ask you if you got milk this morning, kind of questioning. You know, nothing Mm -hmm. hard-nosed, nothing serious. So they asked a, a juvenile detention or a, a juvenile um, probation officer if he knew anybody that he thought could have done this, and he said yes, and he gave three names. They brought in Jesse and Miss Kelly, which of the three of them he had serious. Um, he was a lot like if anybody watched um how um, making a murderer a lot like Brendan Dassey mm-hmm. in that case, in that he had a much lower iQ. He was very easily led. Um, he, you know, mm-hmm. and basically they um, they fed him a false confession. Mm-hmm. So he confessed falsely, implicated Jason and Damien. The information he gave them, when you hear him on the tape, was information that was fed to him partially, and stuff that they. So he would start out saying, and this is just one example. Oh, it happened at 9 a.m. that morning, the boys mm-hmm. skipped school. Well, the boys didn't skip school, and it didn't happen at 9 a.m. because the boys were still alive then.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay,
2: well then, and they would do the, oh, so it happened at 5 o'clock, 5 or 6, so it happened at 6. Oh, okay, well, it happened at 8 p.m. Okay, that's when it happened. So and they then- got him to change from, you know, that kind of information, and the the biggest issue was that Damien
0: didn't have a um he didn't have a alibi because he was with a girl who had a boyfriend or something and so his
2: alibi his alibi was that he had been with Jason who had mowed his uncle's lawn he went home at with his mom they went to grab a um prescription which was a prescription of damien's Mm -hmm. and then he went to um the he went back home to his house jason went home to his so the problem with that is is it's not joe blow down the street that saw him it's mom and dad or mom and brother or mom and sister or whomever who are not going to be witnesses because of course they're going to lie for you is the thought process Mm -hmm. um but he, and and it's 93 so it's not like now that yeah. where i could say oh no i was with susan at the coffee mm-hmm. shop here i can prove it to you because i did this facebook post and here's our selfie you know that kind of thing
0: yeah yeah yeah
2: um, can't do that in 1993 no so they looking. so no yeah so they got these three they and the biggest issue was that they that well why they thought it was satanic was one of the boys appeared to have been castrated. However, oh okay, he was not castrated. That little pond that they put him in, or whatever they call it, drainage ditch. I've heard a couple had of different things they it. called it. It had turtles in it. Mm. And about fifteen ish years later. There was an expert that came out that was an expert and, and was like, look, those, because are scratches on him. and They're like, oh, he's like, he was tortured and all this stuff. It happened after the kids were already dead and placed in the water. Yeah, so was, that's
0: what, that's what you say. Like, why can't we have an expert that knows the difference between a live torture and a post-mortem right animal eating be her be nice, flesh it? you know just the, like when yeah. in the in the san yep. antonio four who who was the expert that was like that child was physically raped like uh, that's right. the thing like i don't want to be that expert that's not the thing i want to do with my life Right. but at the same right. time I mean, here's the- this is important evidence you know what i mean right right i mean it, it, it's it's
2: and getting away from the West Memphis Three for a second, when we're talking about yeah. what happened with those two girls, um, or didn't actually happen, you know, they they said that they were they were penetrated with foreign objects. Okay, yeah. so here's the thing, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to get graphic. So if anybody, you know what, I'm like, gonna
0: I'm gonna play the one I have. It's a minute and forty okay. six. It's about evidence because I just sandwiched it yeah, for, for evidence, so you can Is explain it from to the what else. Yeah, it's, it's, from from, the it's, the it's not the okay, Innocence good. Project. It's like I went on to YouTube and looked at the San Antonio Four because
1: oh, I was good like, good. "Okay,
0: yeah." So I just found some other things, and they were talking about the expert
3: that the Perfect. investigation sure, was seriously pursued. Why there wasn't more skepticism about the preposterous allegations in the first place was because these four women uh, had recently come out as gay.
2: But prosecutors said their lifestyle was a motive, and the science backed it up at trial pediatrician dr nancy kellogg testified that internal scars were caused by physical trauma it was critical testimony former bear county district attorney susan reed later admitted the medical science presented at trial was wrong it was believed at that time that that was evidence of scarring from a tear and that it would have been indicative of a sexual assault There has been further studying of of those kind of photographs, which has led to information that it it can, can occur naturally. Additionally, one of the girls came forward in 2012 to say she lied at the trial. An advocate for the San Antonio Four got that call.
1: She came on the phone and she said, my
2: name is Stephanie, and it didn't happen. I have no memory of it ever happening. I've gone through my mind for years, and all I remember is having had a good time when I was over at my Aunt Liz's. Now with the trial court recommending the verdicts be overturned and with prosecutors reportedly saying they don't foresee retrying the
3: cases, the women are asking a Texas court for one last thing. I believe that we deserve to be known as innocent. You know, it was a terrible injustice, and um, we're not going to give up until we are found innocent. We're going to keep fighting.
0: And if I can just be gory, like, what did the investigation? What did they see? Like, did so, they? Well, did they, here's did a, they look for? Did they look for a hymen on the child and find out that there was no hymen? Because some people are born without hymens. You know right. What I mean, and some, like, I hate to be that graphic. It's gross. Well, but. but,
2: right, right. And some people, so, so, some people are also, also do activities where your hymen could be broken that mm-hmm. has nothing exactly. to do with abuse. Exactly. So, you know, back in the day, it used to be, well, you know, girls that ride horses probably don't have a hymen because of the constant, you know, yeah. pressure and movement. Is and, that, is that and, what
0: the evidence was that there was no hymen? Uh, like, the
2: Hyman that? part i I, I, I don't, don't even know. I did I don't they're talk what they were talking about was internal, not external internal, yeah right so internal in farther in mm-hmm. but here's the but here's the issue <sighs> the issue the issue is is and it kind of goes back again to um the West Memphis three and the and mm-hmm. the McMartin preschool trial is when you question children you cannot question them in a way that plants information so in other words because they'll say so when you they'll say what you want them to say so if i if i say to a kid hey did you see that blue bird that just walked by outside and they'll say no like are you sure look it's over there can you see it can you see it Eventually, they will say, yes, there's no fucking bluebird. I'm just fucking with them, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of the same idea when they're getting in, when they're in these interrogation rooms. They're like, well, I know something happened. Can you tell us? It's okay. Did you, you know, and yeah. they push. So what the technique is now is tell me what happened.
1: Mm-hmm. So the kid
2: will say, this is what happened. Okay, can you tell me what she said? Can you tell me what? Where was this? Was this in the bedroom? Okay, where were you on the bed? So, in other words, they will ask things like that. You know, it's not saying that the kid is lying. They're asking questions that you would ask of a child that, you know, if you ask them that you want an honest answer from, and you have to have mm-hmm. some sort of cooperation. You can't just say, kid, you know, Especially in a case such as what, what we're talking about. Yeah. And what this was, was it was an angry, pissed off relative that hated the fact that these four women were gay. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And really, that was all of it. And it was that, you know, and here, the other the other thing is, too, is with, with talking to kids.
0: Did that relative that, coax these children to say these things? That's, that's
2: yes. Yes.
0: Because that's crazy that it would come out to people losing four people losing 20 years of their lives is 80 years.
2: Right. And so, well, and back to the West Memphis three, they got out, um, several years ago. They got an Alfred plea, which is they are let out without having to do another trial. They say they maintain their innocence, but they're down, they're down and counted as guilty. And the reason they did that was, um, Damien Eccles was attacked and brutally assaulted in prison yeah. many times. And at the yeah. end of his 18 years in there, he was having some serious issues. Mm-hmm. Jason Baldwin wanted to fight and fight and fight. He was not going to take an Alfred plea because he's like, dude, I didn't do this. And I'm innocent. I'm going to fight to the freaking death to get exonerated completely mm-hmm. when he found out that Damien was not doing well. Yeah. He let it go for his friend is yeah. what happened.
0: Yeah. I think um, I, I
2: remember watching that. Yeah. Right. So, and there's some really good documentaries about it. There's some really good podcasts,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, amazing podcasts about it. Um, but um, <laughs> so here's but, another
0: thing. And it, it's, it's, it's bad to uh, wrongly accused, But the thing that disgusts me the most is, okay, three children were killed. Three children were murdered. Yep. Awfully murdered. And what year was this? This was no-no. 1993.
2: Yeah, 1993 was uh, West Memphis 3.
0: That was 1993. Okay. Yeah. Regardless, that killer is out there somewhere. Somebody obviously killed the. And if it wasn't these three, then... That, that's the the when when the police go. Hmm, who would do this? Who do you think would do this? Let's point a finger. You need to have like a little more right. evidence than that. We have wasted so right. much time.
1: Right. You know,
2: because what what happened with them and what happened with these women too? The the um, a uh, San Antonio four was yeah. that they pointed to the other, and I'm doing quotations. The other, the, this, the weird kid.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: but, yeah. so homophobia Or they, with with um, Damien and Especially Damien, because Damien Had changed his name, his, his original name had been Michael, mm-hmm. he actually um, Was a student of um, Of Religions, and he was um, mm-hmm. he, he, In fact, his name Changed was he changed his name to S- Damien because of Saint Damien mm-hmm. Part of the Catholic religion
0: As you take um, a
2: saint's Name, I know Right. And he had, but that's what he changed his name to. He didn't want to be called Michael anymore. He wanted to be called Damien. Mm-hmm. so, and because Saint. Damien um saved lepers and got leprosy and died, and he thought that was a great person to be named after, somebody that cared about some people who mm-hmm. were like the lowest of the low in society at the time, and probably pretty much still. So he thought that was a great name to take, which is why he took the name Damien. Well, Damien is also, of course, uh, associated with the occult, and that's scary, yeah. and that means people are going to you know, get killed. So part of the satanic panic issue and that it kind of goes through all three it goes through all three of these cases that we've been talking about, uh, McMartin, uh, the West Memphis Three, and the um, San Antonio Four, is the idea that the occult was involved. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the McMartin preschool no, I graduated
0: it, I graduated in 1988. I already all my friends had trench coats.
2: Like we were
0: that scary looking kids.
2: Yeah. I, when I moved to the city, uh, my hair was black for years. I have pale white skin. I used to wear dark, you know, really dark eyeliner. Um, well, luckily no one got murdered around you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm. I, if somebody's murdered around me, I'm screwed. It doesn't matter <laughs> where the hell I am. It doesn't matter. I could be in the middle of this podcast, I still obviously killed someone. <laughs> because, I mean, all they need to do this, is look awful. at my Google search history and I'm screwed. Well, yeah. You can't, you know, I, just the other day, because I was listening to a podcast about it, I actually typed in... And it was about, it was a podcast about Casey Anthony. And I'm, and I, so mm. I typed in chloroform because it's, oh, they were talking gosh. about chloroform. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Hopefully nobody <laughs> around me dies of chloroform.
1: Yeah. Jesus,
2: what am I doing? So yeah. Um, but, you know, with, you know, all joking aside, all three of them. Were the McMartins were kind of odd. They were, you know, if you see pictures of them, they, you know... Um, the McMartins were what? They were a little odd. Um, were they-, they were not... Yeah, they were a little like- s- strange. And by strange, I just mean uh, by strange, I just mean that they weren't exactly perfect, what you would think of as somebody that ran a preschool. It, I don't mean that in a you know, they hung upside down when they slept, or they, they drank they listened blood. They listen
0: to jazz. Like the picture I saw, looked right. like a normal lady that wanted to take care of children. Did they listen right. to jazz? Yeah, jazz, yeah
2: exactly. It. You know what I mean. <laughs> <But> they, <yeah. laughs> I remember them talking about about it um, in some of the trial footage i saw these people were unusual they weren't like who you would see have you know it's like oh for fuck's sakes well see that's so, that's, that's my
0: problem with what whatever these this bad right. um criminality yeah these police are like right. something happened i don't know what hmm, do we have any evidence no but i think we should blame these people these people make me uneasy and therefore exactly they must have committed this crime that didn't even happen at least with right. the west memphis three there actually were murders
2: where are there are those were murders? murders? But those three kids had zero to do with any of it. I mean, but they even said it was a ritual were killing. Perhaps you know what I yeah. mean? And and mm. well, the, it, in West Memphis Three, it's it's likely, and I won't say any names, but it is likely. It's very, it, I should say, it's very possible that it is a family member. I okay. will not say which one. Of I think it might
0: be of one of the children or of, that were or killed. The, the what? Right. That's a shame. Oh, one, yeah,
2: one of the kids that were killed. There's very possible that it was either a father or a stepfather of one of the children, possibly. Okay. But um, these, these
0: children, were, were, were the children that were murdered, were they all related?
2: No, they were all from the same neighborhood. Okay. Um, Stevie, Stevie Branch, Michael Moore... Let's see, Stevie, Stevie Branch, Michael Moore, and Christopher Byers. Yeah. So they were, th- yeah, so they were neighborhood kids. They were friends of each. They were, f- they were friends. But I, um, yeah, I mean, I
0: would say if all three kids were related and they wound up dead, definitely look at the father or the mother. But that's the thing. If they're not related, there so they is were friends. It's a still smaller... someone out there that actually committed these murders and got off scot-free, you know?
2: So, yeah, I'm one of the, so there's a couple of possible scenarios. Now, yeah. here's the issue. This is pure speculation. Part of mm-hmm. the reason it's well, pure speculation at this point is because, uh, you know, 25 freaking years ago, the West Memphis police had their thumbs up their asses and decided, yeah. oh, my God, scary people wearing black nail polish need yep. to go to prison for crime because they're scary and weird yes. and they're not complete Christians. And, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened. But the spec there's a couple of speculations about what happened to them.
1: Mm-hmm. So the
2: speculation one is that um, one of the so and I'm not gonna name which And kid, no offense but you what- know, I don't
0: wanna be rude, but Damian Eccles is one un unreasonably looking attractive young boy. And I
1: so hate it when people now- get
0: people get, he's- you know, targeted for that.
2: So he is, right, he is currently living in Harlem with his wife. He married his wife when he was still in prison. Harlem She's an in, artist. in New York? Harlem in NYC, yep, in New okay. York. Um, he he moved to Salem, Massachusetts <laughs> right afterward. And he did, yeah. But
1: yeah. then they
2: moved to Harlem. They've lived there several years. I follow him on Facebook. I follow oh. him on Twitter. Um, so he's living a he nice is, life. That's good. So, yeah, he's living a nice life. Um, he is... Um, he's very artistic. He's very spiritual. Um, mm-hmm. He is a very amazing guy. Um, I have the utmost respect for him, and and I'm saying that. And people, if anybody's listening to this, going, "Oh my God, he's guilty! He killed those kids." What I would tell you is look at some evidence.
0: Mm-hmm. Look
2: at the reactions to them and how open they have been. Um, just um, both Jason and damien are open um to whomever talks to them about this um as far as uh, yeah media um they're like jason's been uh, both of them have been on podcasts both of them That's have good. uh written some books so he's in he's in harlem jason mm-hmm. baldwin is in austin texas um right after he got out he spent uh, i think it was a year at eddie vetter's house oh uh, so Eddie Vetter is big into the true crime thing. So anybody oh. who, yeah, very very big. He's his name pops up at a couple of different cases, but he's a really awesome guy. Eddie Vetter is was one of the people who got their name out there and was like, these guys are innocent. Um, mm. And so now he lives in Austin, Texas. He's more than just he, stalked
0: by John by Shannon Daughtry. Yes,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. Oh, the '90s better. Yes, Vetter is amazing.
0: You know, but, I think yeah, so he was. I think he was recently. Wasn't. Um, yeah, Vetter was on um, a comedy skit for, um, you know, Portlandia. Oh, really? I yeah, watched it's Portland. funny. It's. Very... Really, oh my gosh, I'm always watching it.
2: Done with all but, of them. But yeah, so he was in. He was involved with this a lot. Um, so yeah, Eddie Vetter is the shit as far as um, mm-hmm. as far as it's concerned. Um, so yeah, he's, a, he's pretty amazing,
0: but he was in jail. Uh, like Damian Nichols was in jail at least what? That was 20 18 years. years, 18, 18 years. years. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and
2: so, and like I said, J- so Jason Baldwin now works with a group to uh, an innocent, kind of like an innocence project in Austin, mm-hmm. not the innocence project, but a different sort of group. And Jesse and Miss Kelly actually is the only one who still lives in West Memphis and he works for his, his dad. He was just arrested a couple of months ago for a DWI of mm-hmm. sort, yeah. But I don't know. I, I I don't know what his probation was after, Yeah, you know, in some cases they'll say if you commit a crime, you're back in, but I don't know. Yeah. But Jesse, Jesse of all of the three of them was the, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say this in a, in a, mean way but of the group he was the loser quote unquote
0: well he was the one with Uh, the lower intelligence that was probably led by the police to confess and made made to snap which i understand if they keep you there for long periods of time against your will but they can cause you to snap but
2: right and then that's another thing with with um a lot of false confessions, I mean, that is a mm-hmm. thing False confessions And his was, you know, his was one We could go on and on about false confessions I mean, that's that's, yeah. a, that's a thing I yeah, know that's people ashamed. don't think that that actually happens But um, it does 25% of the convictions that are overturned That the mm-hmm. Innocence Project works on
1: mm-hmm. Are
2: due to false confessions So, 25% well,
0: well, I do have um, a clip of the Innocence Mission. I just basically, the one you sent me, it's, it's a minute 45, but just yeah. kind of i just going to talk about what the they do.
1: Project. So let me cool. let me go ahead and play them. Shout out to yeah. the women who are free, who have been inside, and to all the women who are inside who still need to be free. I'm Maddie DeLone, and I'm the Executive Director of the Innocence Project and uh, happy to be here to talk about the, really the advances that have been made for women who are locked up, who are absolutely innocent of the crimes that they were accused of committing. I think historically, in, over the last 25 years, we've seen an increasing number of women able to prove their innocence. In the early days of the innocence work, DNA was the major tool that was used, and the Innocence Project has used it to prove many convictions wrong and they could free many innocent people. But that tool was often not available to women. As more and more courts and more and more prosecuting attorneys have understood that innocent people are inside, it's given women an opportunity to make their cases and their claims heard. A higher percentage of women are found innocent when in fact the courts and the prosecutors realize there was no crime at all. These are often accidental deaths, sometimes suicides, and most tragically, the accidental death of children. Women are often accused of killing their children and the exonerations have shown us time and time again that some of those are actually have nothing to do with crimes. In the area of forensic science, where we see again a disproportionate number of women whose wrongful convictions rest in part on bad forensic science or faulty forensics, um, we have to work hard to make forensic science more reliable, more scientific, so
2: that these convictions
0: don't happen in the first place. So, are they talking about shaken baby and crib deaths that are
2: blamed on right? Me? They're, that's they're, horrible. Well, there's two. There's two types that typically they're talking about. So that's arson and okay. like a shaken baby kind of thing. So, I
0: totally have a friend from back in the day that is. I, he's probably out for shaken baby, and this happens. Mm he went in in like 90 or 89 wow yeah i don't know if he still i have no idea cuz i don't don't you know how to like look at the prison system and like write in somebody's name and see if they're in or not
2: <laughs> yeah you can do that every state you depending on how you're i mean you can do that yeah, yeah. like minnesota it's mn it's mncriminals.com or .org yeah. or something um, so you put in their name and they'll tell you where they are or whatever. Yeah. So I'm sure that your state probably has something like that. And they'll tell you where he is or if he's mm-hmm. out. Of, but if he, if he is off probation parole, they will not tell you
0: Yeah, I do, I that think he, he was is in the system.
2: Ritual. So, yeah. So if he's on probation or parole and he's off of it, like he's completed all of his sentences, Done. he won't be he's on, on their there
0: system. Yeah.
2: He will not be on his, in their yeah. system. But so, so the shaken, so shaken baby was also a thing mm-hmm. around the time that we were talking about. The eighties and the nineties were shit for criminal justice because everybody freaked yeah. out about everything. So um, in child, everybody was everybody was a satanic child abuser. Everybody that whose baby died at home was a was a killer, and um, yeah. everybody who wore black was a satanic killer. So it was one of those yeah. uh, horrible. Times, times in our history. Yeah,
0: it was. Because it well, was like, oh, this is scary. We don't know what to do. Well, I right. we can't understand these people, but something awful happened, and this right. is the fault. You know, it's like, okay, where yeah. is there... And I understand we didn't have... Like, now, you know, I'm sure a lot of people got off um, because of
2: DNA evidence, like... Right. which And DNA evidence, like they were saying helps for men because typically the crimes that women are accused of and go to go to prison for typically are not crimes where you would see a lot of dna yeah so you typically kill your husband or your boyfriend or your kids you don't typically walk down the street and murder your next door neighbor because you're drunk and whatever, you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. So there's
2: not a lot of that happening in these cases. Um, and so, uh, so 63%, so think about this, 63% mm-hmm. of the women that have been exonerated, which um, has, has been about 150 women, 63% mm-hmm. of them, were committed of crimes that didn't actually were not actually crimes
0: over half they were either
2: yeah so it was either accidental or suicide or something to that effect so regarding so regarding i'm going to start with arson because that's the simplest one to just to discuss so figuring out if if a fire is arson is Uh not an exact science okay It's not an exact, it's more of an art form to figure it out. So when you say that, that means, well, it's not absolute. So that's a problem. So you have to
0: know if it's arson, usually there's an accelerant used. If it's an arson, don't they? Aren't they able to tell if there was gasoline on something or if it was an accidental fire? It would just, you know. It depends.
2: I mean, if we're talking about. A trailer who uses kerosene how do you know that that there's accelerant when the whole thing's burned to the ground and also if you've got
0: some also if you've got somebody that's smoking in a trailer filled with newspapers
2: bang or falls asleep on their bed and Right. And then, you know, everything goes up in flames. They get out mm-hmm. and they forget to get their kid because their kid's in the little room next, you know, that kind of sure. thing.
0: So, but. Well, we do arson, have five minutes or so. So Yeah.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> arson, arson is not, arson is not an easy crime to figure out. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you know, like today, if, if somebody commits arson, like, you know, you go down and you're going to burn down your local whatever store and you go Basically, grab a you,
0: you if your business isn't doing well then somebody lights it on fire right. so they can make an insurance well, claim
2: you will you know everybody has certain cameras or what was the the yeah. uh, signs in ever Everett, missouri where she sets the place on fire next door by Throwing Molotov cocktails out the window. I mean, yeah. you know, you're going to see that. It's a brick building. You're going to see that. But the problem is, is a fire. I mean, you know, not to get too, you know, too into this, but it really depends on the fire and how it was, what happened. And if they can figure out that it was electrical, because a lot of times you can figure that out. Or I remember one case, I tried to find it today, but I couldn't where they believe that the, the, this woman was... was a, It wasn't a murder, but it was an arson, where she was arrested, charged, and convicted of an arson for, like, three years. She was in prison. And then they figured out, because some guy just randomly looked at it, looked at the, the crime scene photos, and went, there's, like, the body of a dead squirrel near this, like, box of um, wires that was on the outside of the... Oh. The, they're, like... So they, that's yeah, an so they, yeah, so they, yeah. It's like, wait a minute. Hungry squirrel. Yeah. I, can't, yeah, I mean, and I, you know, that, that was like the part that, you know, so there was all, all this fire and whatever, but it was a squirrel. It was a squirrel issue. It was, that's what happened. So it's difficult in those cases to figure it out. And it's really, because it's not a science, it's really not evidence that's really that great in a court mm-hmm. of law at this point. But Until you the, get if that guy hadn't
0: seen a squirrel with a bunch of wires in his mouth, then the police would have come by and said, oh my God, this is a satanic fire cult. Right. Obviously, <laughs> they're murdering yeah, children. The squirrel- Put them in jail for murder. And then the guy's like, look, it's just a squirrel that was hungry. You know? Right. I mean, this, this is yeah. the ridiculous thing that I'm like, you know, you know, you know this the- song when the lights a- go out de- out in Georgia? Yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where, where he's going, suppers at home, and I gotta get to it. It's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, for this, that's your motivation, the, uh, buddy. Yeah,
2: in a lot of cases, it's because the the crimes are horrific. You know, like dead children in a, in a trailer. People are like, oh my god, somebody had to kill them. How does the mother leave the trailer without grabbing her five kids or her three kids? So the mother must have killed them. Yeah. Well, must have doesn't. You know, pff, what does that mean? Yeah. You know, I mean. I, you know it's like saying I think my I think my next door neighbor ran into my car but I didn't see him but he's the most likely suspect because he's he's sitting next door to me that's not how this works and um, I know we only have a a minute left but I was going to say as far as with shaken baby syndrome there are actual issues that some kids are born with that are not crime related they are Uh, Especially with shaken baby where you can Mm -hmm. see like blood vessels in the you know Now that's not to say that every time you hear the the term shaken baby that that didn't happen Yeah, there there was there was a case locally a couple of days ago where the guy was just sentenced I can't like to life in prison because he had killed his girlfriend's baby I think it was a toddler by shaking and knocking her head against the wall or whatever oh, the, yeah. the whatever the issue was so there you know those those situations exist but I think there has to be a care in looking at these and not jumping to the conclusion well the mother must have done it because she was the only adult there well let's slow the roll and look at what yeah. the evidence says slow the roll yeah, yeah. Does the evidence say that or not? So it's, it's, it's difficult to, um, at this point, you know, I, I hopefully the criminal justice system has changed enough where that's not going to be so prevalent, but I'm not yeah. holding
1: out a lot of,
0: it's just, it's just disturbing to me that like, not only were they accused of crimes that didn't happen, you know, like what the heck?
2: Right, and it's it's again because you know in a lot of cases people are like, oh my God, those kids died, and and, and we got to find somebody, and, and and that couldn't have happened. I you know, I mean, go to go to a comment section every time like a mom leaves her kid at home for ten minutes to go to the store to pick up milk, and somebody like falls down the stairs and dies. The entire comment section. Oh my God! Wow, that terrible mom. How dare she leave her home? And blah blah. How dare you know? She? Yeah. Right, and it's That's like it you know. Or there was a case here a couple of years ago in a, in a farming community, a kid left his house and, there, mm-hmm. and grandpa had a car that was a really cool old car and the kid wanted to go in and pretend to drive it. He went in and he fell asleep. It was 90 degrees outside. The kid died oh, in the car. Oh, wow. And, and everybody was like, oh my god, that mom, she should be in jail. She should be hung. It's like, yeah. oh, for fuck's sake, come on. So I yeah. think that there's a there was, and there still remains, a lot of that. Kill her, kill him, because of this horrible crime, and yeah. Yeah. the hysteria sometimes takes over. I think
0: it is, it is, it is hysteria, hysterical. Yes. But okay, <laughs> well, we have to, we have to um, wrap things up. If you have any last, last things to say or last things, words.
2: Um, um, no, I think I'm good. Um, but if anybody wants more information about these cases or others and donate to a really great cause, go mm-hmm. to, just uh, go to Google and type in Innocence Project and yeah, Innocence go to their Mission. website.
0: Innocence Mission, right? In- Innocence Project. Oh, is it? Okay.
2: Yeah, Innocence Project. And they're Ooh. in every state. Yeah, so the Innocence Project is in every state they are project
0: of texas i'm seeing on this so did the san antonio four were they um they were exonerated they were exonerated
1: yeah because they were i can't
0: believe it got that far that they were forgotten for so many years
2: yeah and here the other part of it is that we i know we're out of time (laughs) And I'll just say this for 10 seconds. The other problem is, is the way that appeals happen after this makes it virtually impossible for most of them to either get a new trial or even to get somebody to look at it objectively. So that's the other issue as well. And you know what?
0: You know what? I'm going to... And I forgot to bring this up while we were talking about them. But that's a crime that didn't even happen. And we put people in jail for not doing any crimes. Right. But you're... I'm I'm even forgetting this true crime story there was a true crime thing that happened in Texas um relating to um like the Mexican mafia and Hmm. it was actually related to um satanic rituals like actual voodoo rituals because that's not you
2: that's no no cuz normally that satanic thing is typically bullshit not not always i mean if there are cultures that do what we would consider satanic kind of ritual things but yeah i'd have to you have to you have to give me have to the
3: qualify it can't
1: believe what
2: i am sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's what you missed last yeah, you, week's <laughs> you have to give me some more information about that and i'll take a look at it I will be actually shit.
0: because we we have run out of time, of course. But just so you know,
2: in the can—that's right. In the can means you take a can, you throw the episode in it, and you put the lid on because it's almost done. <laughs> that's
0: Kevin Hart. Ah, I love it. I just thought that was so. Like, next week, we get to. I think. I think you start something Prince, this Talk about Prince because you said it's yes. the second anniversary of his yeah, yeah. passing. Twenty first is the second. Yep. Remember- so I think.
2: You need to do that every week because I love music and it's a great too. thing
0: I do too, yeah You I need
2: mean, like a music for you, you can be the hostess
0: <laughs> Excellent, I'll cut some music up because that's fun there stuff There you go
2: Alright, but
0: I think we're going to spin it out and uh, that's number 13 in the can hey. Resistor Sisters Destroying the patriarchy one podcast at a time